Hey y'all, it's Erika. Just wanted to hop on really quick and let y'all know that today's episode is actually a bit longer than our other episodes. It's around an hour and a half. Um, you know, since it is longer, feel free to chop it up between a couple days or throughout the day. I know that some of us are not really fans of longer episodes for podcasts. So yeah, you know, we appreciate you guys listening and we hope you enjoy we're just gonna jump right into the episode, so let us know what you think. Bye. Bienvenidos a Mundo Musical, a podcast by two Latinx women in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where we talk about the music that has influenced our lives and our experiences. Join us as we explore our lives through music. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Mundo Musical. I'm Paula. And I'm Erika. Uh, well, welcome back. Welcome to episode 5, which is actually going to be the last episode of our first season. Hey, so, season 1. Yeah, we have a pretty short first season, but um, you guys will see that next season will be maybe a little bit more organized. <laughs> I think uh, Paula and I were just really excited to get stuff out there, and um, you know, we just wanted we just wanted to record. We wanted to put something out there, but um, we are working on a concept, and you know, maybe putting out some kind of series for you guys for season two. Yeah, so it's really exciting. Stay tuned, and for everyone else who's been sticking with us for yes. the last four episodes, thank you, and we love all the feedback and. Mm-hmm. All the Please comments give us we my get. Feedback. <laughs> I I think it's really helpful for us. Um, so I think we can just jump into a check in. How are you doing, yeah, friend? Right away, um, I'm doing good. So today we are actually recording from Paula's house. Yeah, from my parents' house. <laughs> um, so it was a little bit of a drive here, but that's all right. <laughs> but I'm doing good. Um, I had a pretty good weekend. Um, I recently got some patio furniture from my mom's house. So, um, we've been spending time outside on the weekends, which is really nice, um, especially because yesterday was not, like, fucking hot. No, (laughs) it was was so nice out. Today is another, like... (laughs) Um, so to get things started, today's episode, we have two really important and special guests to the episode, and also just one Mundo Musicales. So here we have Joe connecting to us for, um, through Zoom from Chicago, right? Yep. Who um, has been with Mundo Musical since its inception, since your parents were the owners. Yeah, in 95, that's when it opened. When I was born. <laughs> oh God, you make me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> you graduated high school in 95. <laughs> And another really important and special guest, my mama, who um, worked at Mundo Musical and also gave me very fond memories of hanging around there cuando estaba chiquita. Like, I have memories of eating ravioli <laughs> behind the counter, allí. Or like just viendo like un CD de, de ¿cómo se llama ese, ese novela that she used to really like? El que cantaba de estilo no amor. Oh, Pepe Aguilar? Yeah, pero ¿cómo se llamaba la novela? No sé, la gaviota. Like, uh, yeah, it was gaviota. And yeah. I would be like, oh, mama, you should buy the CD at the store. <laughs> Those are memories that stick with me. 
Um, but we like to open each episode with a check-in, like in general, how everyone's doing and introducing the beer that we're drinking today. Mm -hmm. So today we are drinking a Central Waters Brewing Company beer. It's a honey blonde ale and it's an ale brewed with honey. <laughs> um, I'm not a, a super big fan of ale, but I'm drinking it. <laughs> How about you, Paula? I like ales, and I really like this one, and I really like beer in general, so it's tasty for me. What about you? I'm sorry, Joe, I wasn't able to, I was trying to, like, problem solve in my head how to get you a beer. You know what? I have one. Do you want me to go get it, and I'll share it? Oh, yeah. Sure. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We'll grab it. <laughs> what do you, what are your thoughts though so far, Mama? Oh, I, have, I haven't tried it. I haven't tried it. The whole point is we're drinking beer the whole time. <laughs> well, it's good. Taking into consideration that I'm not a much of a beer drinker. Okay. I like it. It's nice. I like it a lot. Yeah, I mean, I don't like ales like that, but this one has a good taste. Yeah, it has yeah. a good taste. I really like this one. Open this up. You get the full effect. <laughs> So I'm drinking, this is a local Chicago beer. Uh, it's Mars Brewery. I don't know if you can see. Ooh, all right. And what kind of beer is that one? It's Toucan Chan Citrus Cardamom Sparkler India Pale Ale with green cardamom and citrus zest. That's and the like brewery I would like. It's literally like five minute walk from our house. So. Oh, amazing. <laughs> like I should check them out on Instagram. They have really cool packaging and uh, like it's local Chicago. It's really cool. You guys like it. What's the name of the brewery again? Mars M A R Z. I don't know if when uh, you lived here, did you ever go to Maria's Packaged Goods in Bridgeport? Mm -mm. No. So it's the those the Sun. So they do like all like they work with local artists and all the packaging. It's really cool. That's cool. Hopefully, like maybe post COVID, we couldn't even record from these breweries. Like you know the some we have a podcast and we talk about beers. So there you go. Trying to send something, right? <laughs> you should contact them. They're doing like pat. You can sit out in the patio and drink out there. Well, for check-in, how are you doing, Joe? Good. You know, um, trying to stay safe and um, healthy. Working from home since what, like mid-March. So, mm. you know, we're good. Taking care. Got this little guy here, keeping me company too. <laughs> and how about you, Mama? Well, I was just at home for this past week. Um, someone got sick at my work. Thanks God, not in my department. It was in the school area. So because I don't have no contacts with teachers or students, anything like that. So I think pretty much like my department was safe. Uh, but it was so scary um, because I find out after I come back from vacations mm -hmm. and Friday I was there. No, Thursday, I was there. And then in the morning, I was just like, uh, so when can we leave? Can we just gather all our stuff and then leave? Because I was like, I feel kind of like insecure. Mm -hmm. So now I'm going back on Monday. Mm -hmm. And let's see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, but it's kind of scary because, you know, eventually everyone is going to come back to the school, students and teachers and all stuff. So it's, it feels kind of scary at the same time. You just want to be safe. And you know most of everything because you want your family to be safe. You know, at the same time you think like, okay, if I get sick, it's it's okay, it's fine. But as long as my kids or my husband doesn't get sick, like that's my main priority. 
you got hella asthmatic. asthmatic. <laughs> exactly. Everybody got respiratory issues. And all kids are asthmatic. So it's like, I don't want to, you know, take my chances. And, you know, my husband's health also is not the greatest. So, yeah. Joe, what do you do for work? We didn't even ask you. Um, I'm a graphic designer. Ooh. Yeah, so I've been uh, living and working in Chicago. It's 21 years this, this month that I moved. Uh, you're an adult now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> all my hair used to be here, and now it's all on my face. <laughs> and do you ever miss Milwaukee, or are you back here often? You know what? I don't really get back there anymore because my parents don't live there anymore. They're retired. They live in Mexico. So it's, I don't even remember the last time I was there. It's probably like two years ago, maybe. It's been a while. I miss the food and my friends. <laughs> I miss my pizza. You know, everyone's like, oh, Chicago pizza. It's good. Like, don't get me wrong, but I love Rocky Rock Cocos. That was like my shit back in the day. It's like, <laughs> I've driven to Kenosha because that's the closest one to go have Rocky Rock Cocos because like, I need my fix every now and then. I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and remember that we used to call Milwaukee El Rancho de Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but today, uh, we don't really have a theme for our listeners today. We're just kind of, this is going to actually be an interview episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, all we're going to talk about today is what Mundo Musical was. But we're also going to throw in some songs. Okay. So, um... What's been on repeat for you, Joan? Um, I actually sent uh, you guys an email this morning. I don't know if you got it. Oh, I'm really bad at checking my Gmail. Your mom was like, oh, send her two songs like you listen to a lot lately. Oh, the first one I sent you is by uh, a Chicago group. So I try to go Latinx, like with all like Latino groups or, you know, stuff in Spanish. Um, The first one is a group from Chicago. They're called Drama. And the lead singer is, uh, she's Mexican-American. And this is just a remix that came out recently that I'm really like digging. stuff is really cool i recommend them if you haven't checked them out yet and uh tell us do you know a little bit of the of the band not really my friend uh one of my good friends is the um the performing arts director at the national museum of mexican art and he was the one that told me about them and i was just like oh cool he's he and i are always like giving each other you know recommendations so Mm. the second song i sent you is um my boyfriend is like a huge Jenny Rivera fan and I never liked her. I always thought she was like super ghetto, but then he made me start watching uh, her reality show, like the reruns. And I was just like, oh, you know what? She's actually, she's like her personally, like I don't like her music, but I think she's cool. Like I, she reminds me of like the girls I would have been friends with in high school, <laughs> like, like real cool, <laughs> like ghetto. <laughs> and, um, but then we started watching the other show, the, the Riveras. And then I like became like, like I felt like, her kids were like, oh, like, you know, like ever since they lost their mom, I've become very like attached to them. And the second song I sent you is Cheekies did a cover of Jolene by Dolly Parton with uh, and it's like a cumbia version and I'm obsessed with it. And you can ask your mom, I hated cumbia back in the day and now I like it because it's like. That's <laughs> <laughs> always your first choice. I see, except La Negra Tomasa, that was the only song I would like. <laughs> 
I'll play that song a little bit later in the episode, yeah. but I'd love to jump in um, to, and either of you guys can answer, what was Mundo Musical? Uh, well, I guess I can start. Um, it was a record store that my parents started um, back in, what I said, 95? I think we opened like uh, like spring or like January, February of 95. Basically, my parents were sick of driving me to Chicago all the time to go buy CDs. <laughs> and I saying, like, we should open a record store. There was only, like, one other record store that sold, like, music in Spanish in Milwaukee. I think it was, like, E&J Records. I don't know if they're still around. It was, like, on... No, I don't... I think they're close. No, it was, like, on, a, like, a 16th and Greenfield or 11th and Greenfield. Yeah. And, um... But they were Puerto Rican, so their music was more, like, directed towards that. Like, salsa and, like, I was like, there's nowhere in Milwaukee. Like, you can't buy rock in Espanol anywhere. Like, pop stuff. It was just all like. Wait, wait. You you cut off real quick. Can you hear us? You, yeah, I can hear you. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah. So basically, it was um, me bugging my parents all the time, and they're like, and I also wanted to go to college in Mexico, and they're like, okay, well, either you're gonna go to college in Mexico, or we're gonna open this store. And then I just thought about it. I was like, well, let's just <laughs> stay behind, you know, whatever. So we opened the store like I said, in 95, and it just kind of became, like, this cool place where everyone would come, like, buy music, and we sold everything, but, like, it was, like, I think it was known, like, people knew, like, if you wanted, like, rock in Espanol, or, like, just, like, you know, like, alternative music in Spanish, that's where you would go. That's where I met your mom for the first time. Like, I remember vividly the day I met your mom. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Because <laughs> then she, like, walked in. It was summer. I remember it was summer. She walks in, she had like really curly hair and she just looked like really cool. And then we started chatting. I don't remember what you were asking for, like if we had phobia or something like that. I think I was asking you for Caifanes, Caifanes. The, the one, I think it's called La Fuera. Uh-huh. And I was just like, Because when I passed by coming through the airport, we passed by Mundo Musical, which was located on Lincoln. Just right. From the Basilica. And I saw, I think you guys had a poster of Caifanes. And I'm like, oh, they sell rock and Espanol. Yeah. And then I remember asking my mom, like, I think, I think I arrived on a Saturday from California. And then I think on Monday, that's when I asked my mom. And I'm like, mom, where is the store where they sell music? Because I saw rock and Espanol. I saw Caifanes poster. I'm like, I want to go and, you know, check it out. You know, what else they have. And I remember that I, my mom's like, just, you know, just go straight. You will find it. And I was like, but what about if I get lost? My mom was like, you're not going to get lost. Just go straight. It's across <laughs> from the church, so you will find it. And yes, I did. I remember walking in and asking you, like, hey, do you guys have a Caifanes? And you're like, you're like rock in Espanol? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and I tell you that I just arrived from California. And you were like, we were both really excited. You know, me, because I was just arriving to Milwaukee. Literally, I didn't know anyone besides my family. My parents and my two little brothers. And then, you know, finding someone who liked rock and Espanol, I was like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> it was like a bond, because not a lot of people liked it in Milwaukee, at least back yeah. then. It was very small. Like, it was a small group of people. Yeah. Like, in high school, everyone thought I was weird because I liked it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I went to Thomas More, and it was like, back then, they said it was like 20% like Latino, but it really wasn't. I feel like it was less. And all the other Mexican kids in my school like banda or hip hop. And they thought it was weird because I like The Cure and Caifanes and, you know, just that kind of stuff. Like I wasn't into it. And then when I met like your mom, I was like, oh my God, like I found my people. <laughs> <laughs> and your dad too and your tias, like it was just like, we all kind of became this like close knit crew. 
Yeah. I know. I think anytime, like, my mom will tell me stories about it, it's crazy. Just, like, literally from your, your, your guys' friendship became, like, my mom and my tia Paloma mm -hmm. and, like, my tia Claudia and my tia Jacobo. And then at one point, she met my dad. And then here came us. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Loki Mundo Musical mm -hmm. was, like, that matchmaker. Yeah, it was. Bunch of people <laughs> knowing each other. Yeah. Like that's how we met a lot of other our other friends too, was because they would come into the store. And then I don't remember when you started working with us. It was like soon after, right? It was soon after. I think it was. I want to say maybe September. Yeah. Or August, maybe towards the end of August, uh, something like that. But it was and like. Right you call me and I say like, "Hey, you're gonna you wanna work on Saturdays?" And I was like, "Oh, oh, yes." <laughs> Pero claro, tenía que darme mi importancia. I was like, from what time to what time? Pues déjame pensarlo. Then I was like, I'm like okay. <laughs> no, I always wanted to work in a record store because, you know, right there, tenías la música, todo lo que salía. So right away, tenías como un chingo de información. Acceso que no otra gente tal vez tenía, ¿no? Yo creo que... Fue la única temporada en la que tuve acceso a esa información. Ya después, ya no. <laughs> it was fun. Literally, we would like put music on and like dance in the windows. Like, oh. we, would <laughs> and we would just be waiting for somebody to come in because we had just open. So it was just kind of like, ah, you know, it was like still new. Can you tell us a little bit about like of what the atmosphere was like? You know, what really was the thing that attracted people to come in? Like, why was it? such a hub for people who liked broken español um i think mostly because you really couldn't find it anywhere else you know like you could go to like target or best buy or what, like circuit city when that was still around like they sold cds and they had some stuff like you know like latin music or whatever but it was always like not you know it was very mainstream stuff not that like the rock in español wasn't mainstream but it wasn't like as big at least in milwaukee at the time and i was like very stubborn like we have to have every new release and blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> like, and i think that's just people just knew like oh okay like this new album's out go to mundo musical and they'll have it and i know Mara will remember too we used to bug the shit out of we can swear in here right yeah okay so we used to like bug the shit out of our distributors we had one in la one in chicago and then we even had one in mexico city that we used to bring imports from. But yeah, but like the girl in Chicago was sick of us because we'd always be calling her like, oh, like, what was her name? Araceli or Arcelia or something? Uh-huh. And I just remember she'd be like, Latin American music distributors, Arcelia, or whatever. And we'd be like, oh my God, can you send us this new album? And blah, blah, blah. And then we would bug them for posters. We always wanted free posters because that was like our big thing. Ahorita que mencionas posters, me acordé. Um, Joe has this very fancy handwriting, very, bien artisan. posters. We would send them to people and be like, oh, you know, so-and-so came to the store and they signed a post. <laughs> I remember sending it uno de Soraya. I was oh, in California. Same piece, pour one out for Soraya. <laughs> Soraya, yes. And then, um, and then al poco tiempo cuando se murió, he was like, para él fue así como, oh, the most precious thing, ¿no? O sea, que tenía yeah, un poster de Soraya firmado. Y después al poco tiempo ya murió de cancer. I know. 
And I was like, oh my God, after, you know, she passed away, I, I thought, I'm like, oh my God, I wonder if he still has it. <laughs> <laughs> and if you tried to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but esas travesuras los diamos. And then, what else, what else? But no, but like, people would know, like, oh, like, we had that kind of music, so like, all of a sudden, like, the local DJs would come, and like, oh, we're having a party at, like, we used to go to Tres Hermanos, like, every Thursday, because that was, like, the spot to be at, like, upstairs, they would have broken Espanol nights, and then the cops would always show up, so we'd have to, like, leave, because half the people were underage. <laughs> <laughs> I think only your mom and I were 21, because <laughs> all our other friends were under Yeah, I think you were barely 21. No, because I got married when I was 20. Oh, that's right. That's right. We were like, in, oh my God, we were like teenagers sneaking in. For sure, we were like 18 and 19. Yeah, that's true. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it was it was fun. That's how we met Alejandro. Uh-huh. Still friends, you know, with him after so many years um, because of that. Um, me acuerdo, te acuerdas una vez que uno, este DJ Armando, um, he had a party in a house? Uh -huh. But I remember being inside and Paloma and yo, we were looking at you like, yo, ¿dónde nos trajiste? Like, what is this? Like, we want to leave. Okay, he was not even playing. <laughs> what? But we just wanted to go and all the gigs. Hey. We were like... Even we're though we were the only ones dancing at the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, we went to creepy places. <laughs> yeah, we did. I remember we went to some bar. I don't remember where the bar was. Probably somewhere on the south side. And... They were like, oh, we're going to have rock in Espanol. So you and I went. I think Paloma went with us, too. And, like, we get there, and there was, like, I don't know, like, four people. And we're just like, what the fuck? And then, like, <laughs> they finally started playing some, like, music we liked. And we were, like, the only people dancing. Everyone's just staring at us like we were on crack. Like, and I do remember where's this place. It was, like, yeah. um, 20, 20-something 20 in Beecher. Okay. Right the corner, just across from San Adalberto. Oh, what is it like? Clogarivali? <laughs> I don't know. Or we maybe, no? we, oh, we went there and I, I, yes, I totally remember that. Right. <laughs> because we didn't want to miss, you know, the. Yeah, you never know. Oh, we got to dance like Matador, like everybody else, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we would also go to Chicago all the time for the concerts. Mm hmm. Yes, I do remember that. We went to go see, you didn't come with us. I don't remember why, but it was me, your tia, Cla your tia Claudia was like the ringleader because she was the only one that like was allowed to drive over state lines. So we would always like bug her <laughs> to drive us. Oh, fueron a ver Café Tacuba, ¿no? Café Tacuba, it was in Viva Mexico. It was at Soldier Field. It's like one of those like outdoor festivals. And it was me, your tia Claudia, your tia Paloma. I think Jacobo was there. I don't know if your dad was there too. Pero probably Carlos. Um, I don't remember why you didn't go. Maybe because we had just met you and your mom didn't let you go with us or something. Or probably was because I didn't met you. Because it was, I remember it was in June, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it was before I met you. Yeah, it yeah. was right before because I arrived maybe like on the 20th of June or something like that. Okay. 
something like that. I arrived from the market. And I think it just passed because I remember you guys talking. And I was like, damn, I missed it. <laughs> I know. And like, we had to sit through like all these like weird groups, like in Cafe Tacuba were the, the closing act. Mm-hmm. First mosh pit. And I just remember like your Tia Paloma like grabbed me. She's like, come on, let's go mosh. Because she would always say <laughs> <talk> like that. <laughs> And then we're just like, oh my god! And I was just like this adrenaline rush, and just being around other people that like that music and like a big crowd. Oh, it was so much fun! And it was like I think the the Ray album was out, like or maybe the covers album had just come out. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it was such a good show. I was so bruised up, but I didn't care. I had so much fun. <laughs> I love being in the mosh. Yeah. But then yeah, then your mom would be like, come on, let's go to Chicago and let's go to all. That. We would go to like every freaking concert, like. It didn't matter who was there. We're like, come on, let's go. It's only an hour and a half away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sí, y luego llenábamos ya cuando tus papás te dieron permiso y te compraron tu camioneta, tu SUV. Hasta la llenábamos de esa pinche troca de todos porque todos querían ir. <laughs> <laughs> we saw a lot of cool acts. We saw Shakira, like, went the Pies Descalzo tour mm-hmm. at the Aragon in Chicago. Yes. yes. Yeah, we saw a lot of bands. Recuerdo también aquella vez que eran como cinco mandas, era, ¿quiénes eran? Eran, ¿te acuerdas del primer tour que hicieron con con grupos de rock? Este, creo que eran de Terciopelados, era La Unión. Los Cadillacs también. Los Cadillacs también. Pero es como Molotov. ¿Fue en los Molotov en agua? No. Oh, yeah. It was like before Molotov was out. Yeah. We were so exhausted. It's the only time I've seen them in concert. And we were super exhausted. I super exhausted. I super exhausted. I was super exhausted. I was for someone to present another song that they're listening right now. Would you like to go, Mama? Sure. <laughs> so what we do is solo sacarlo en Spotify, tocar un pedacito, and then... So, ¿cuál es el nombre de la canción, Mara? Yeah. Okay. Ah, okay, el nombre de la canción es Paquita Disco. Y, y yo sabe por qué. <laughs> Del grupo La Lupita, porque... Yo creo que siempre me he identificado con Paquita Disco. <risa> Definitivamente, siempre he sido como que... Siempre he sido así como que, no sé, el alma de la fiesta. <risa> Solita me tengo que echar porras. Pero, pero sí, o sea, sí, o sea, me encanta esta canción siempre, desde siempre me ha gustado este Paquita Disco. Y yo siempre cuando la escucho siempre me dice, estoy escuchando Paquita Disco y me acuerdo de ti. ¿Sí o no? Right, yeah. Siempre. That first part, like, dance all night, baby, dance all night. What was us? I'll play and then, um, well, since you're the, like, la reina de la fiesta, I'll, I have, like, a little memory that just reminds me of why you were that. Voy a contar la historia de Paquita, la chavita más loquita que ha pisado este lugar. Voy a decir que era la chava más feliz y más I think, Mama, you are definitely like the life of the party. I can like distinctly remember um, back when I was still playing like in the mariachi in high school, and we were gonna play with La Santa Cecilia, and we were all getting ready behind stage, 
And everybody's like, Paula, your mom's dancing. She's the only one dancing in the bleachers. And I look through the backstage. Están la Santa Cecilia tocando. And it's just my mom, así bailando. Everybody else is just sitting there. My mom's having a good ass time. Siempre hay que aprovechar la música. Yeah. <laughs> y con el tiempo, pues, yo creo que ahora me he vuelto la tía Pachangas. <laughs> y, y pues sí, o sea, siempre he sido como que muy alegre y, y siempre estoy en la fiesta, pues, es to have fun. No, o sea, no para estar ahí sentado aburrida, no. Y yo creo que aquí en mi casa, o sea, puedo estar cocinando, puedo estar haciendo algo, puedo estar cleaning y siempre tengo la música y siempre estoy bailando y, o sea, yo mismo hago mi ambiente. Me acuerdo una vez que estábamos en un concierto y fue aquí en Milwaukee, este, creo que fue otro concierto donde vinieron un montón de bandas de, de rock. Ajá. Ari, este, me acerco para, su, para saludarle, entonces estaba con un grupo de amigos, uno de sus amigos me dice, pues, ¿cuántas te has echado? Le digo, ninguna. Me dice, es que no has parado de brincar y de, y de bailar toda la noche, dice, te he estado viendo. Le digo, es que, o sea, si tú quieres, si yo me la quiero pasar bien, yo mejor no tomo, porque yo si tomo, o sea, ya me siento en una esquina y a dormir. <risa> Literal, o sea, yo no necesito de tomar como para to have fun. Entonces, este, sí me acuerdo mucho de, de, ese, de ese comentario. <laughs> I think my next question is for you, mama. What's like a typical, or what was a typical workday um, at Musical? Era desde llegar a escoger qué es lo que vas a escuchar. Eso era lo mejor. Teníamos una selección de todo y yo creo que depende de mi mood. Entonces, me acuerdo que primero empecé trabajando los sábados y después empecé trabajando ya este, todos los días de la semana. So, porque mm -hmm. they needed someone um, to cover, like, the afternoon time. Y era así como que, ¿de qué siento hoy? ¿No? Entonces, era muy padre escoger tu música y ponías tus montón de discos. Los acomodabas, así como que, let me listen to this one. Y era muy fun porque entonces así conocías a mucha gente, mucha gente venía, y era tu, 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 en ese tiempo era tu mejor forma de conocer gente. Gente que también le gustaban tus, tus mismos, tenían tus mismos gustos, cotorrear un rato, ya se iban, ya sí, era un poquito slow porque yo trabajaba like, like in the afternoon time, pero este, de todos modos, o sea, no era un trabajo, era, era como que te divertías y todavía te pagaban. It was like, yay! It was a perfect job, ¿no? Cuando estás joven. Este, así que... Para mí fue así como que una super época, especialmente porque era difícil la transición entre California, porque tenía una vida completamente hecha ya, tenía amigos. Entonces, venir a otro nuevo estado donde pues no había casi latinos, era muy diferente como era ahorita. Este, y poder este, share ¿no? Ese, esa, esa música este, era muy padre. Así que sí, no era un trabajo, era... Era a place to hang out. <laughs> um, and I guess same question for you. I don't know if that's like similar, how you feel about working at Mundo Musical. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was just a place, like it was a hangout place. And, you know, it was always fun. Your mom and I were always dancing and like singing. We, had, we would like record ourselves singing and then we would play back with like chipmunk voices. <laughs> like stupid. It was just... 
us being stupid teenagers and like you know and like people would come in and you know we'd have to take a break like oh someone came in like we got break. No. <laughs> <laughs> let's behave someone's yeah. here like, oh, i guess we have to play something else because i'm sure they don't want to hear like caipanas all day <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. no but this was like a medicine says so del recording que hicimos then i started to remember i was like oh my god yeah lo único que me acuerdo es que una parte decíamos de la película de Pedro Almodóvar. Well, go, I'm going to go a little bit into that because I know what you're talking about, but that's because you told me. Erika doesn't know what you're talking about. You got you to gotta open that lata. Your, your mom's from Guadalajara, so she was telling us about Ericayas, which are, it's like flan, right? It's like. Como un flan. So we thought it was like, we were always like, oh, we want to try it. And then I don't know, somehow it became, that was our nickname. And we made up this fake group. And I even had these little dolls. I don't know where the hell I got them. But like, and one was me, I was, what was your nickname? Because they had nicknames. Remember, it was me, you, and Paloma. But we all had a, the doll had a nickname. Like, Claude and I don't know. It was just random names we came up with. But I just remember like, we were like, we would be bored and we would just start like recording ourselves singing and then it was always like songs we heard in movies because we were very much into um Pedro Almodovar movies mm-hmm. and so I'd always be like oh my god I got this like I don't know like blockbuster Hollywood video I would find like the one copy in the whole state and like rent it and we would watch them and then like the soundtracks were very like you know 80s like movida madrileña like all that stuff and we would just like I don't know, it was just fun. It was something for us to do. And then we started recording ourselves. And I don't know where those tapes are. <laughs> They're probably lost somewhere. But they were fun. Yeah. They were fun. But do you remember that poster by the cash register of Annette Acción? Go back, go back. So we would always get like, you know, like the record companies would send posters, like, you know, to hang out for the new releases. And there was this girl and she was like a Tejano singer and the group was Annette y Acción. And the girl kind of looked like your mom. Like I'll, I'll send you the picture so you can see. She had like big curly hair and she was like sitting and she's like on a payphone and wearing all denim. And the guy thought it was your mom. He's like, is that you? And she was like, yeah. So then we started calling her Annette Acción and because we were like, oh, that's her porn star name. So that was her. <laughs> porn star <laughs> your name was Sandro. Sandro and what was Paloma I don't remember what she was she had she had her name but I don't remember but I remember yours was Sandra and mine was Annette <laughs> and I actually found her recently and I think I sent I sent, did I send you the picture what she looks like now yeah. she's like a teacher in Texas or something <laughs> <laughs> but that was that was Fun. That was that was that was so funny because I was I just look at her and I was like yeah that's that's me. Yeah. <laughs> he let me make let me make his day. <laughs> you want a picture with me? Did he did he want a picture or un, un autograph? No 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 me acuerdo pero I remember that he was like is that you? You national me como estás como guapi. Sí yo sí como yeah no that's me. <laughs> I'm a singer too. <laughs> Let's take another song break. Erika, you wanna tell us what you're listening to right now? Uh, I've been listening to Rihanna a lot. And you wanna put it on the. You know, she tricked us and she oh, said she was books. gonna drop an album. Oh, sorry. And she didn't. <laughs> I've been listening to one of her 
older sons um, higher. Rihanna's been doing like her her company for so long. Sometimes I forget she would sing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just dropped the skincare line. And man, I really want to get her stock. Yeah. Like, si no fuera pobre. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been everything. Pinche pobre. Pinche pobre. I know. Maldita pobreza. <laughs> Pero yeah, I mean, I. I tried her um fenty like underwear line and stuff yeah. and i love it i love it like it fits so well mm -hmm. and um i know that she's mentioned that she got criticism because at first um her like bras and her underwear didn't really fit like you know the curvier women or you know like bigger women so she went back and um adjusted her design and she ended up you know really like including all different kinds of body types so I just I love it. The quality is so good. Like it's stretchy. So like you know how like sometimes te pones un bracer y like según es tu size, pero no es tu size. Yeah. Y te aprieta. Yeah. Y te cala. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> y, no, los de ella no son así. So I I really like her stuff. And I wish I wasn't poor so I could get her skincare. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I've been listening to right now. Mm -hmm. Um, do you have any other questions? I got a couple, but if you have any. Um, no, not really. Uh, do you want to move on to like the next, the next question that we have? Yeah. So, so when, um, my, or Alex had come to the house, he had said that Mundo Musical was the first place he came to when he came to Mexico at Milwaukee, right? Mm-hmm. So, Alex, oh, Alex is one of my mom's <laughs> friends. Um, yeah, that's it. Alex Preciado. <laughs> he has a radio show, I think, on Saturdays with ASPN. Oh. And he done, like, so many things. I don't even know. It's hard to keep up with him. He's very active. <laughs> este, pero, yeah, el... Él y Juan, too, no? You said that that was one of the first places. And one of my mom's other friends. Like, oh, yeah, all these people are just people who, I guess you guys, like, would go to concerts with and do. For me, they're just like, oh, yeah, my mom's friends desde siempre. Sí, bueno, Alex, cuando llegó de México, este, iba a empezar a trabajar en Los Tres Hermanos como DJ y estaba promocionando el rock en español y no recuerdo si vino a buscar música o algo así o simplemente promocionar este, el evento. Y yo estaba trabajando, entonces, este, yo creo que cuando llegó Joe de la escuela, le dije, ¡Joe! We have homework to be on Thursdays night. <laughs> and we were excited. Y... No me acuerdo si tú lo conociste también antes o... Uh, creo que sí. Y fuimos, este, uh, por supuesto. O sea, nosotros éramos los que nunca faltábamos. Siempre estábamos ahí. Este, y así conocimos a Alex. Entonces, throughout the years, pues, you know, este, pues Alex es uno de mis mejores amigos todavía. Este, también, through Joe, I met Juan. Y este Juan López y tú y él eran muy buenos amigos. Y también, eventually, he started working on Mundo Musical. 
Y yo también trabajaba there, here and there, porque ya estaba casada, tenía mis hijos, y cuando necesitaban a alguien, pues yo trabajaba. Y a veces, pues me encontraba con Juan, y pues también Juan es otro de mis closest best friends, um, que también, for sure, tengo unos 16, 17 años de conocerlo. And so, the, so, because it sounds like a lot of, well, for Juan, Alex, you, like, these were one of the first places después de venir de Mexico. I know you were just coming in from California, mm -hmm. but, like, this was kind of, like, the central hub spot for, like, immigrants, uh, Latinx folks. Mm -hmm. I want to know, like, how did Mundo Musical serve as this place for so many people? Um... I think too, it was just because we were like very accepting of like, we never, well, we secretly judged, but we were like, like <laughs> what we were looking for, we were just like, okay, whatever, everyone has their, you know, their taste. But um, yeah, it's just a place where you could go and you knew you could find anything you were looking for. If we didn't have it, we would like make sure we would get it for you. Remember we had that stupid clipboard and people would like, <laughs> we'd have all the special orders and we like call them, like, okay, your CDs in. Yes. It was, I don't know, it was just like, you know, we offered that extra, like, service, I think, like that extra customer service, and people just knew, like, you know, they'll hook you up, like. Es que from other, from the other places, este, me acuerdo que también estaba otro record store ahí por la, I think, Lincoln and 13, 13 and uh -huh. Lincoln. También, pero, o sea, como casi todo el mundo se concentraba mucho como en banda, norte, uh -huh. cosas así, y nosotros como que teníamos música de todos los gustos. Y como dices tú, si no lo teníamos, pues se encargaba. Tenemos esa flexibilidad, así que me, este, por eso, y, y la gente se sentía a gusto. También después te, uh, ¿te acuerdas que tu papá cambió el diseño? O sea, los mismos customers podían go through the CDs instead of looking at the walls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me gusta el CD. Esa accesibilidad también este, le gustaba muchísimo a los clientes de que ellos mismos podían buscar uh -huh. la música. Y, este, y los otros record stores este, que se especializaban en música en español no lo tenían. No. Yo creo que eso también ayudó mucho. So, bring it back. Um, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, tenían like, lo que pasa en una paletería, you pick the CD one. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, <laughs> o sea. Yo me acuerdo cuando empecé a trabajar también era así, ¿no? Yeah. Los teníamos todos en la, en la pared, entonces tú estabas detrás del mostrador y la gente te decía, like, hey, ¿quién es esto? Y lo dabas y ellos lo empezaban a ver, pero después su papá tuvo, este, creo, los, uh, los cajones para poner eso, ordenamos los security devices, yeah. todo. Like you wanted it to be more like the American record stores where you would yeah. go in and you could, like, flip through everything. Yeah. Because before, like she was saying, it was like, it was on a wall. We'd have to like go get it or get a ladder, get down. Because of course, someone always wanted one that was like way the hell up there. <laughs> That's where behind a glass case, like a jewelry counter, like those display cases. Yeah. And then we just like, we, they invested in that. And I think, yeah, it changed the way the store was. Because then you don't like, you didn't have to bother anybody. You could just browse, you know, and then mm -hmm. ready to check out, you know, we just, we had those little like, security keys to open them and it's like yeah <laughs> yeah yo creo que eso era lo más atractivo para para la gente o sea y por eso venía la gente y la comodidad que teníamos música de todo yeah. y o sea y el ambiente que teníamos y of course siempre dábamos good customer service oh, yeah. <laughs> 
<risa> dancing in the, in the windows. Dancing in the windows, así atraíamos a los clientes. <risa> no enseñábamos nada. This was across from the church, so you can imagine what people... Sí, <risa> los padres salían y nos echaba agua bendita. So does this mean Mundo Musical moved from... Because I remember it was... I don't know. Beecher. Um, it's on Beecher? And it's like... That's the house where I grew up in. And the downstairs used to be my grandfather's grocery store. Like, he had, um, for years, grocery stores. And um, so, just backstory, my grandparents were one of the first Mexican families to immigrate to Milwaukee. This is like, the 30s and the 40s. So they had been around for years and he always had grocery stores. So he had that building and they were renting it to somebody and the lease was finally up. My parents were like, well, let's just move the store here. Then we don't have to pay rent anymore. <laughs> you know, like, okay. and it made sense. And then we could do whatever we wanted to the store. And yeah, and then it was easier because it wasn't like right on a busy, busy street, but it was close enough to a busy street where people could get to it. Mm -hmm. so. so just for like people who are listening, where did it or like start and then where did it move to it started on it was 618 west lincoln i still remember the address <laughs> it was right on yeah six in lincoln across the street from saint Josephat. and then it, i think we were there like five or six years and then it moved to where my parents used to live 2179 south 6th street right on the corner of six and grant and that's where it ended i don't remember when it closed it's just like all a blur it was just kind of like Everyone was buying like pirate CDs and like burning stuff and Napster and it just kind of like people weren't buying CDs anymore. It just kind of yeah, like ran into force. If it was still around today, I would love to make it like a vinyl store. Like that would be so cool. Like you know, that would be yeah. Yeah, and I feel like that's definitely the trend. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, we're getting you know, there's Urban Outfitters has like record players. Mm -hmm. I like in Bayview, they'll have the record yeah. stores. Yeah, I still have all my records from back in the day. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, but after you guys move, I remember that I think we still got more, um, more people coming in because you guys were located in a corner. Yeah, and it's so much easier to view to see a business from a corner than like in the middle of the street. Uh -huh. Porque en el medio de la como que se pierde. También. Y yo me acuerdo que también that was one of the concerns, ¿no? Como like, oh my God, you know. Pero I think it helped out, it stand out more. And then I remember that you designed the Mundo Musical sign on, on, on the front. Purple. So changing the logo. I was like, oh, I'm sick of the logo. We're going to change it again. <laughs> we changed the logo. <laughs> sí, porque se facilitaba, ¿no? Que you were a graphic designer. Yeah. Y se facilitaba todo, todo eso, los, los Carlos business cards. Yeah, the, we used to have like a, what was it called? Like a frequent uh, customer card. You would buy 10 CDs and you get a free one. Yes. Oh, wow. yeah. Loyalty reward program. Yeah. I was so excited when I fill out my card and then oh, I. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we even had to like keep them on file for people because they would always lose them. So we were like, this is free, like, sorry, my dog's barking in the background, like free, you know, computer stuff, you know. Oh, we sophisticated. <laughs> I guess we'll take another music break and you may talk at me. So, <laughs> so it's really funny. So, okay, because of my mom, I definitely grew up with a lot of rock in Espanol. And so episode three, I talk about all of this history. So then it's funny because once I'm going to like 
elementary, middle school, que eran puros latinos, pues the music they were listening to was completely different. Era cumbias y bandas y todo eso. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it was kind of like, okay, let me, let me learn all of this. Because for me, I was like, lo que yo sabía de chiquita, I was like, Molotov, Café Tacuba, um, Plastelina Marsh. So a song that I like started listening to when I was older, because I like had heard it from, from like my friends saying, oh, this is what my parents would listen to, or from like my abuelita who would listen to banda. She doesn't, she, my abuelita pati your mom, mm-hmm. wouldn't listen a lot to uh, rock, is um, cumbias, but I see like kind of like rancheras. So a song that I've been listening to a lot is Desvelado by Bobby Pulido. <laughs> Será fe que yo encontré Una voz de ternura Que me llena de placer Cuando la oigo hablar So I think because it's not something I would listen to when I was little Like that's not something definitely you would play Um And then, <laughs> like, we had to fight my mom to listen to, like, Radio Disney and Las Mañanas. She's like, no. She had her mixes already made. Um, and then I, like, I started really listening to the song because of, ¿cómo se llamaba el show que hacen un parody de esta canción? Oh, ahí, ahí, este, Netflix salió, este, no me acuerdo, pero... Este, Los Héroes del Norte, creo que se llamaba. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sí, sí, y esta es la canción que siempre, que siempre tocaban. Entonces, yo me acuerdo que la escuché porque yo, yo miraba el show. Este, y después empecé a escuchar la canción. Para <laughs> <laughs> el show. Or like, do the, I think they even played in, um, Bajo la Misma Luna, ¿no? I don't know. No sé, no, no, no me acuerdo, pero fue cuando me voy. Big back, like in the 90s, I remember. I have a big crush on him. I had his poster, I remember. Yes, it's, it's looking amazing. Like, we have this poster. Hey, blue jeans on? Oh, let me start. So, I don't know why, because it's, because it's not something we would listen to. But oh, wow. I'm like, oh, I've been listening to this song so much. That happens, you know. Sometimes you go out of your way to, like, discover stuff on your own. Yeah. Other people. You, your mom and I used to always, like, oh, have you heard this song? No. And, like, we would discover artists that way or, like. Yeah. So I just think it's funny, like, this old cumbia slash, like, banda is something I'm listening to a lot. <laughs> Another song is like by Marco Antonio Solis, but I'm not going to play that. No, pero, pero ahorita que dices eso, me acordé de, de una vez que, que llegué a recogerlos y llegaba en el carro a recogerlos y yo venía, pues claro, con mi rock en español a recogerlos. Y me decías, ma, bájale a la música. Le dijo, y yo le decía, Tobla, este, ¿qué prefieres? ¿Que te recoja escuchando banda? ¿O que te recoja escuchando rock en español? O sea... <laughs> Ubícate. <laughs> ¿Qué prefieres tener una mamá fresa o una mamá naca? Oh <laughs> That's what I was telling your mom because I was listening to the past episodes just so I could like get you like what your vibe was. I was like, damn, your your daughter and her friend are from the barrio. Like they're like hardcore. It's because your mom and I, we were like fresa. Like we would listen like Santa Sabina, like all the like. <laughs> 
you know, like the stuff you would probably didn't listen to. <laughs> no, and that's the funny thing because of my mom and because of all these times that I mean, I will watch you would have me like listening to him. And when I was in like last year's of high school and then I was living in Chicago and I was like missing my parents, I would always listen to rock and Espanol. That's something that I now always listen to. Like, I love going to Rio Fest so I could uh-huh. listen to these groups and then go in a mosh pit. It's just funny because, yeah, like, I mean, the way I talk is not for this, so like my mom. <laughs> my mom's definitely like a whole white girl. <laughs> but I still like get in a mosh pit by the like Molotov. And it's so funny because my mom will go in there right after me. I'm like, mom, mom, mom. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and we're in the mosh pit together. Pero ahorita que mencionaste Santa Sabina, me acordé, ¿te acuerdas que tenías de Herc Duke? Eran dos colitas, así estás. Ah. Y me dijiste, ay, ¿qué hiciste tú, Santa Sabina? Ándale. Y así le llamamos. O sea, siempre que me lo hacían, me decías, ay, tú, Santa Sabina. Y todavía hace poco me lo hice. Mi supervisora me dice, oh, qué linda, te miras tus, tus colitas. Digo, sí, es mi Santa Sabina. Ay, qué tal es Santa Sabina. Speaking of Santa Sabina, have you guys seen the documentary about Rita Guerrero? Uh-uh. No. Oh, it's, you have to, do, uh, it's on Amazon Prime. You can watch it there. It's so okay. good. It's so good, yeah. It's so just called that? Rita. It's called Rita. Rita. Okay, yeah. where was yeah. God? Yeah, it's really, really good. I was so sad when she passed away, so it was just like, Oh my god, I didn't even know she passed away. Oh, oh no. my god. Oh, madre. <laughs> oh, we got it. She passed away of breast cancer, like I want to say like 10 years ago. Oh my god. Yeah, it's been a while, but it's, yeah, I would watch it. It's really cool. So I know you're like into documentaries and filmmaking, so I figured you would. Yeah, I'll check it out with my mom. Yeah, cool. Your mom can tell you all about Santa Sabina and how obsessed we were with that. <laughs> they were like goth and like dark, and all their songs were like about. Nos queremos morir en chicle. I should have picked chicles for my other song. <laughs> that was a shit. And then I think just like in general, like some memory. I don't it's funny because I'll see pictures like from you guys with pelucas, no? Or taking pictures like Oh, eso fue para un cumpleaños de Joe. Este, no sé por qué, todas íbamos con pelucas de color. Me corrió, yo creo. De, de Alexa, de mi segunda hija, y ya tenía como cuatro meses de embarazo, ¿no? Pero yo también no me quería quedar atrás. Iba con una, con una peluca, creo que morada o algo así. We were influenced a lot by, um, I had a friend in college that I met, named Aletia. Your mom remembers, I mean, she's... I, she was crazy. She was from Mexico City, and her and I just like clicked. And then I introduced her to your mom and everybody, and we all just became friends. And we would just hang out all the time. I just sent your mom a picture of the three of us the other day, like yeah. at her bachelorette party. <laughs> and yeah, Aletia was crazy. She was like a raver. She was from Mexico City, and I remember meeting her in college, and just like, but she like ah! talked in Espanol too. So sorry, let me grab my dog. He's barking his head off. She was like our like bad influence, <laughs> in a good way, in a good way. So for a documentary that I've been working on, it has to do with like generations of women. And so something I've been doing is digitizing um, VHS videos. So for my mom's baby shower, uh-huh, baby shower, which was like 10 days before I was born, I'm, I digitized it all. And I was, I was watching it and you and Aletia come up and it, I just, I think it's, it's cute. And then you guys obviously still look like this. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was on the lakefront. Yep. I remember we went, well, obviously we couldn't go out drinking because <laughs> that was a possibility then. But like we went to like Ed DeBevick's, remember? Yeah. Like, like 50s ice cream shop, like where all the waitresses are rude to you. We went there. I don't remember what we all did. I think we went out dancing to like probably yeah. Thursday. Hermanos, of course, yeah. because it was on a Thursday. Yeah. I got married on a Friday, so it was the day before. Um, so we went to Tres Hermanos, and then Ramon got there uh, with his friends, uh, too. And everyone's like, you guys plan it! And it's like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> we were, like, rocking our thrift store outfits. <laughs> of course. <laughs> we would go, like, all the time, because we were like, buy, like, all these, like, 70s shirts with the butterfly collars and bell bottoms. Uh-huh. Me lo pasaba in my platforms. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was like, I'm only like 5'10, 5'11, but everyone thought I was like 6'3 because I always had shoes on that were like this big. <laughs> That's what I, and I would ma- And I would mosh in those shoes too. Oh, oh my God. God. No sé cómo lo hacías. I, I don't know how I didn't like break my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I've learned, I've learned my lessons in a mosh pit. I gotta take off my earrings, gotta... Yeah, you it's rough. You gotta take, wear tennis shoes. Um, pero así también, me acuerdo que una vez estábamos tomando, ¿te acuerdas que tenías este, un, un poster grande, como de maná? Mm-hmm. Life size poster de maná, y estábamos tomando fotos con ellos. Oh, it was like a life size cutout stand at the record. Oh, you guys, I think you showed me pictures. Yes, <laughs> y me acuerdo que tenían también en la tienda como un rebozo y un sombrero, nos estábamos tomando fotos con, con el sombrero y el rebozo. What? And your mom was my model a lot of times for photography class, and your tía Paloma, because I went to my ad and my minor was photography and I'd be like, oh my God, you guys, I got to do this project and I need a model. And your mom and I were like taking pictures outside of Mundo Musical at like two in the morning and we turned on all the neon lights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as they have those pictures. <laughs> as you have those pictures. Um, yeah, but it was really fun. Uh, we had so much fun. Los conciertos y todo, o sea, en general, ¿no? Mundo musical fue para mí, como I built my community, you know, like I said, um, my friends, you know, que, que, que they're still like my good friends, los conocí through Mundo Musical, through you, and, you know, we've been friends since then, and, and even though we don't see each other, um, like never, pero <laughs> we love each other. To check out, you know, how we're doing and all that. And whenever you Disco, you're always like, hey, I'm listening to your song. Me like, so it's, it's nice. It's yeah. really nice. I agree. Because I always like, consider that Mundo Musical was a way that, that led you to meet my dad. Yeah. So I don't know if you wanted to go down, like, tell us a little bit, like, ¿Cómo llegó a ese? Are you met my dad? dad. <laughs> pues I remember it was, like, on February. Todavía me acuerdo, o sea, fue en febrero, llegó Paloma y llegó Claudia, que son mis cuñadas. Llegaron a Mundo Musical. Entonces yo, claro, ya las conocía. Y me las presentó y me dijeron, oh, son nicaragüenses. I was like, no shit. And then from there, you know, Paloma became one of my best friends. Uh, we were always hang out together, you know, us three mm-hmm. going to the movies, going to the mall, going to, to those gigs. 
los rock en español gigs, you know, que siempre íbamos. And Paloma, she's, she was super crazy too. And we had so much fun with her. And then, you know, uh, we used to go to her house to hang out, to watch movies, to watch Saturday Night Live. Este, cosas así. And it took months for me to meet Jose Ramon, my husband. Oh, ¿Te acuerdas una vez que llegamos y que we were knocking on the door? Que siempre tardaban un montón en abrir su puerta. <laughs> and then Jose Ramon opened the door and I thought it was Jaco. And I say, finally, you opened the door. And you're like, shut up, that's Jose Ramon, the oldest brother. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. You're a little scared of him. <laughs> <laughs> Y, 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 y él no se abrió la puerta, entonces ahí fue la primera vez que lo conocí. Lo he visto en fotos, pero o sea, nada que ver. Lo conocí así como, oh, he has a nice tan, porque acababa de regresar de Nicaragua. Eso fue lo único que se me hizo atractivo en ese entonces, su tan, así como que, ooh, nice tan. Y, y yo le pregunté, ¿no? What he thought about me. He, he said that I was too loud and muy crazy. That, eso es como éramos, ¿no? Éramos muy crazy, éramos too loud y siempre nos reíamos de pendejada y media. O sea, a veces, no sé, eran como puras pendejadas, pero siempre nos estábamos riendo y siempre estábamos haciendo escándalo y, yeah. y todo eso. O sea, that was us, that was our group. My was always telling us to shut up because we were so loud. <laughs> yeah, entonces, but eventually he started flirting with me and I was like, I need a little kid. <laughs> you were like, no, because you're like, there's no way. She's like, I only date Mexicans and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Before <laughs> <you> <laughs> Yeah, pues así comenzó todo, no, este, y fue la culpa de yo. Yo, Paloma. Y por la culpa de yo, yo empecé a ir a la casa de Paloma. I was keeping it. Sí, ¿te acuerdas que después este, todo el mundo estaba así como que sorprendido? Porque, ¿te acuerdas? No sé si te acuerdas de José, el exnovio de Claudia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pero que él me dijo, he's like, I thought you were dating Joe. Like, oh, they're dating, maybe. It's like, no, we were just like really good friends. You know, we were always hanging out, working. Haciendo ejercicio. ¿Te acuerdas que íbamos a tu casa y hacíamos ejercicio los tres y después Paloma nos dejó solos y... Yeah. Pero hacíamos ejercicio, hicimos un contract. Hicimos que éramos we were pigs y no sé qué tal. People lose the most weight and then we had to pay money, right? Every week or something? Yeah. And then at the end, whoever lost the most weight, I think it was me. And I remember Paloma, or you and I lost the most weight and then Paloma was pissed because she didn't lose any weight. And then we went to like Jalisco to go eat. No, <laughs> no, we must have Rocky Rococo. Oh, yeah, Rocky Rococo. I just don't have the money. And watch movie after. I remember it was February 14. No. Yeah, I think it was February 14. Like East Side, like we would go to like, uh, um, what was it called? The Oriental or like the Downer. See. Sí. I always wanted to see all the like poopy art movies and I would make them go with me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that's when 
you started dating Jose Ramon. And I was just like, no, he's stealing my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literal. <laughs> and then he would come to the shows with us too. Like we would all go. Yeah, see, yeah, después este. Tengo que decir que a mi esposa no le gustaba mucho. No era así como que un fan de rock en español y después iba andando conmigo, se puso decente y. Do you remember? Lo comía. Lo comía. He was obsessed with lo comía. He was obsessed with lo comía. Have you ever seen anything of lo comía? Oh my God, it's like big on los matadores. Era el matador, right? Like medieval, like the gayest group you could ever imagine. Giant fans. And it was like techno music in Spanish. And it was just, they were awesome. I loved them too. But it was funny because my dad loved them. And I was just like, they used to wear them. Yes. Y con los abanicos. It was it was a shit back in the day. <laughs> yes, they were they were very really handsome. Este lastima. Yeah, I was in love with Frances, I remember. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. And she's like, oh, this is the one I love. This is oh, the one I love. Who we all were. <laughs> Francis was the most cute of one. He had like this really deep voice when he sang. It was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like <I love. laughs> Pero, este, una cosa que me pasó muy chistosa, este, estaba en un open house en PSHA, que fue el high school donde fueron mis hijas. Fui a hacer este open house y este siempre iba todos los años. Y me acuerdo que llegaron unos papás que estaban, porque siempre estábamos en la sección donde estaban uh, los, los papás que hablaban español, pero todos los papás que venían nuevos. Entonces vinieron estos papás, este, esta pareja, mexicanos. Entonces me dijo la mamá, dice, ¡Ah, yo me acuerdo de ti, dice, trabajabas en mundo musical. Y yo así como, oh my God. <risa> Este, yo no me acordaba de ellos, pero para nada. Me dice, así, tú y yo. Y yo, oh, wow, éramos famosos. <risa> o sea, yo para nada. Entonces le dice al esposo, ¿te acuerdas de ella? Y ella, sí, tú trabajabas en Mundo Musical. Y yo, oh, wow. ¿Quieres mi autógrafo? <risa> ¿Quieres una foto conmigo? <risa> no, pero ella estaba así como que súper emocionada porque se acordaba de mí. Yo ah. digo que yo no me acuerdo de ti, pero gracias por acordarte de mí. Pero es que conocíamos mucha gente, o sea, mucha gente llegaba y compraba. Y realmente, o sea, conocíamos como que los más regulares o los que nos hacían plática y nos hacíamos este, amigos de ellos. Así conocimos a Giovanni, a Daniel, ¿te acuerdas? Daniel. Daniel was our friend. He was probably, what, like 5'3? No, he was 4'9. <laughs> I'm giving him like too much credit. He was a little, he was, he was like petite and he had long curly hair, like Very long. long black. I remember like we would go to like parties in Chicago and guys would like come up to him and be like, hey, get us by that. And they would think he was a girl because he had, he's like, but I just remember he'd always be like, he would walk in and be like, get away. And he would like walk out and it would just be like, 
Like he was just a bundle of energy. I don't know what happened to him. I heard he moved to Canada because I remember he was obsessed with Canada. Like he, that's all he would ever talk about was like, and that's what I heard that he lives in Canada. I don't know whatever happened to him. Like, completamente. <laughs> If you're out there, hit us up. Giovanni, if you don't listen to us. It's for saber que estás vivo. Sí, este, Giovanni siempre andaba con nosotros. Era muy quiet, este, Giovanni, pero siempre era muy buena onda. Este, y lo conocimos no, por, por, por la tienda. También trabajaba allí. Ay, no me acordaba, fíjate. Yeah, he worked there for a couple of years. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> era muy quiet el camarón. You don't even remember. <laughs> no me acordaba de ese detalle. <laughs> sí, nomás me acuerdo que se divorció de nosotros después de que se... A lot of people came in and out of that store. But they were like regulars, like your mom and like a couple mm -hmm. other people. But like... Sí, sí, yo creo que todo lo que me pagaba me lo gastaba en CDs luego luego. Oh, yeah. She was our number one client. Así como que llegaba, llegaba los pedidos, llegaban las órdenes el viernes, así como que, ah, que quiero esto, quiero esto, quiero esto, ¿no? Chinga su madre, pues ya, no importa, me acabo el pinche cheque. Yo creo que that's something else I remember from, well, back when we used to live on Greenfield, eran like the, the displays de CDs que teníamos. That sí. now, like, in a closet. Los teníamos así como, yo los tenía por orden alfabética, así como, no, don't mess it up. I know. And I wanted to do mess it up. Yeah, but sí, compraba muchísimo música. Yes, I have so many CDs. Kids like, oh, my precious. I would always be like, oh, I need a copy for my records. I need a copy of this. Parents <laughs> <laughs> probably like went out of business because I was taking all the CDs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted like to wrap up, and we'll put all the rest of the songs that we didn't get to get no, to. No, la segunda canción. Okay, well, we can we can do it real quick. <laughs> Oh, yo no puse mi segunda canción. Pues, like, <laughs> you did, and I started talking about my second song, so. <laughs> so, here, you can put the second song, uh, and then I'll play Joe's second song. Este, mi segunda canción <laughs> es Alejandra Guzmán. Este, del CD, uh, La Guzmán Life at the Roxy. Uh -huh. Es este, un CD que sacó de puros covers. Y la canción, este, Oye, mi amor, que es súper vieja, un cover de Maná. Uh -huh. Pero, Pero este, me encanta, lo que es, no, es esta, oh. lo que siempre me ha gustado de Alejandro Guzmán es su, su energía, ¿no?, que tiene, y es una de las primeras artistas que empecé a seguir como rock en español en los 80, este, ella salió, yo me acuerdo que era niña, y yo era así como que, ¡Ah! me encanta, me fascina cómo es ella, cómo canta, o sea, con su voz, así como súper, como que es súper, súper, y este, me encanta porque yo no tengo una voz así, me encantaría tener una voz así. Porque he hecho un par de Este, desde hoy pienso fumar. Um, pero la canción de Oye, mi amor, este, me encanta con la energía con la que la canta. Y este, y a la canta Guzmán, pues, yo creo que la he visto un chingo de veces y nunca me he cansado de verla. We saw her, remember? We stayed at my school. We saw her, la miramos. Yo la miré en California, la miramos en Chicago y la miré aquí. Entonces, este, siempre me ha gustado su, su energía de ella. Entonces, esta es, este, Oye, mi amor. Oye, mi amor. 
que se la cantarías a un, un exnovio. Bueno, pero ahorita, pues, claro, o sea, no hay exnovios ni, ni nada, pero este, si fuera joven, se la cantaría a un pinche exnovio que me dejó por otra pinche vieja aburrida. <risa> es like, ¿cómo me dejaste a mi cabrón por esa vieja aburrida? <risa> Yo creo que es la canción perfecta, así como para cantarle y para decirle, güey, vente conmigo, o sea, conmigo te la vas a pasar mejor. <risa> <laughs> And then this is Jolene by Chiquis and Becky G. Three seconds song. Yeah, beat it has in the background. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, I didn't, I never liked Jenny Rivera, but then I started watching the show and, like, I became obsessed with the family. Uh -huh. And, like, like, she's, I just love her. She's so, like, down to earth. And her voice has gotten so much better over the years. And, like, I love this, like, yeah. this Dolly Parton cover, like, a cumbia version. Like, that's, it's awesome. I love it. I'm digging it. I like yeah. it. Her early stuff was not good. No, it's not. Like, she had a really her bad. Her stuff was not good at all. But now, so you can tell, like, she's been practicing. And, yeah, yeah, it's a lot better. Yeah, I was saying, like, I remember back in the day, like, I hated cumbia. I was like, oh, it's, ugh, what's that? Oof. But now, it's like, I love it. Like, you know what it, a lot of it was? Like, I started going to the cumbia sasso parties that they used to do here in Chicago. I don't know if you ever got to go to one. Mm -hmm. I them at the double door. And it was just, like, all kinds of people. And they would just play all this, like, like Caribbean and, like, electro cumbia. Just... It was just this cool vibe, and I was like, oh, this is really cool, and I just kind of started, like, appreciating it. And, like, uh -huh. yeah. So, yeah, my I, recommendation for a new song. I, yeah, I just saved it onto my, um, onto my Spotify, onto my favorites, so I can listen to it. I haven't, I mean, since I moved out of Chicago, like, was two, three years ago now, I don't, I haven't gotten back for concerts, really, except for, like, Rudolph Fest. Yeah, that's just to like get myself in like to a desmadre and then listen right. to all these groups that that one day won't stop playing. I mean, will eventually not be playing anymore. Like this last time I was there, I like was able to see Los Hombres Hey and Enanitos Verdes, who classics, <laughs> right? Exactly, who won't be playing and playing. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was cool. But I just wanted um, I mean, we're, we still have a little bit left for like reviews and stuff. But I just wanted to say that it was really important. I think. For us, and then also who for our listeners to know why we first of all named the podcast Mundo Musical, what was Mundo Musical, and why it was so important because it created for me the way I see it now as like the child of somebody who worked there and who was a rockera. It's like it created this whole community of folks that were constantly going to concerts who eventually, I mean, became are my feels, right? are like cuñados or compadres of my parents and it just all sur sur revolved around music which i think is just the epicenter of like my life and my family yeah. music has created all these communities and so i thought it was really important to go into this history 
of why Mundo Musical, Mundo Musical is, is this, what it is and why we decided to name this podcast after it. I, I think it's an honor when your mom told me like, oh my God, my daughter started a podcast and guess what it's called? I was like, no, mom is Mundo Musical. <laughs> I was like, that's so cool. <laughs> like who would have thought all these years later, like would come back full circle. And it, it took us a long time to think of a name. We're like, okay, we were going, we have lists of names that we were trying to go through. And then I remembered, I'm like, hold up, there's this whole CD record store that my mom used to work at that she has all these memories that I have vague memories that Chiquita, bien Chiquita, like, let's name it Mundo Musical. By any chance that you share with your parents? The podcast? Um, the name, at least, you know, to tell them that. You yeah, know, yeah, I'll let them know. My mom will like, She'll get a kick out of it. I'll send them the episode so they can listen to it. Hopefully we didn't talk about anything illegal we did. <laughs> Mom's going to be like, why are you guys dancing in the windows? <laughs> and like your parents are also people that I remember from my childhood. I mean, Doña Rita was here until a couple of years ago, no? Before she went back to, she moved back to Mexico. But like Don Hector too. They're just people I remember that when I was little and these parties. And I remember like, and was, I don't know if like weddings, because I guess it was my dear Claudia, my dear Paul, who got married after, well, at least when I'm conscious and remember, but parties and like you being there and all my mom and my mom having a whole party and like dancing. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it was a really big honor, I think, to have both of you guys on the show. So we'd like to close the show with like some, some like tips, some reviews and stuff. So we have a whole section called I don't know if you want to <laughs> explain to our, yeah. our guests while I go to that so, real quick. Cuidate is like our self-care um, section of the podcast. So really what we do is, you know, we give everybody tips on how to take care of themselves. Um, so, Mara, do you want to start with a tip? Okay. Um, since I turned 40, I started like putting more effort and time to myself and definitely working out um so i do recommend everyone to really work out because that's going to help you for your health to feel more better to have more energy and i really enjoy it because it makes me feel so good you know after you know i can be all sweaty and really tired and i'm like <laughs> exhausted but then I feel that sometimes so proud of myself and say like, you know what, I did it. And I do recommend this girl um, that I've been following. Uh, say I'm, uh, I'm coaching or I'm coach M. And she has a platform that you can buy either a month, three months, or a whole year subscription where you can see her workout. And they're tough, but they're really good. And it makes you feel so good. So... You know, that's one of the things that I do recommend everyone. Um, take care of yourself. Take care of your soul. Love yourself. And one of the ways is, you know, by doing exercise. Because if you exercise, you're going to be adding years to your life. Mm-hmm. You know, in my family, este, yo visto que la gente se muere muy joven. I don't want that for myself, you know. I want to be 80 years old or 85, but, you know, still feeling healthy, feeling strong. Exercise is one of the things that provide you that. So I'm trying to add more years to myself, and that's like doing exercise and trying to eat more healthy. So, no more beer, please. <laughs> 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 I'm 
Um, I think like just what your mom was saying too, like um, backing off of that or backing onto that is, you know, keeping active, exercising, like just dancing, like put music on at home and like have a little dance party with yourself. <laughs> like that's always fun. And just like your mental health is also very important. It's okay to like feel, you know, with everything going on in the world right now, it's okay to feel angry or to feel sad or like, it's okay, but you know, just take time for yourself and you know, check in with people, you know, I think that's really important. Like I've been doing like video calls with a lot of friends, you know, especially out of state, you can't see everybody really. Like, this is awesome. I'm, I haven't seen your mom in years, you know? So this is like, you know, even though we talk all the time, like, you know, on WhatsApp and stuff, but it's like, this is good. It's good to check in with people just to like, you know, let them know that you love them, you care about them. And, um, yeah that it's okay to binge netflix when it comes up are you still watching like don't feel judged like keep binging that show <laughs> How about you, Paula? um mine would be to try to drink as much water as you can in a day yeah. like two liters is i think the recommended and that's just something i have to remind myself of i think drinking a lot of what a lot of water makes me feel good both mentally and like physically because i know i'm cleaning out my system constantly um i have like toxins like alcohol and all that stuff so just hydrating hydrate hydrate hydrate, hydrate. yeah for me um you know i've been really trying to take care of my skin lately so wash your face <laughs> wash your face <laughs> get a good moisturizer get some sunscreen and you know you can stay looking 30 even when you're 40 <laughs> you wash your face <laughs> so you have to look like i'm 20. wear <laughs> 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 <Out of> spf <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so I guess moving on to our next one is we like to highlight a, highlight a business or creator of the week. So I don't know, Joe, if you have anyone you want to shout out who's creating stuff. Uh, you know what? There's this new uh, plant shop that opened up in Pilsen and I haven't got a chance to check it out, but it's called Semillas. Uh -huh. So obviously it's like a, a you know, Latinx owned business, but it looks really cool. You can check them out on Instagram. So I'm going to go because we don't have any plants in our apartment yet. And we need some life here <laughs> other than ourselves and the pets. So that's if, you know, everyone's in Chicago, check them out. I'm going to go check them out. Hopefully they look pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. Can you send us their Instagram too? Yeah. I'm going to make a list. I'll send you like a little list of the stuff okay, that sure. I talk about. Because <laughs> then I'll forget. <laughs> How about you, Mama? Oh my God, you guys should have told me before. Or if you need to think about it for a little bit, I think yeah. Erika and I can. Mm -hmm. Erika, did you have somebody specific or should, I, should we do the one that I was telling you about? Uh, why don't you do yours first and okay. then I'll, I'll, um, I'll think about mine. Okay, so my <laughs> business creator of the week is, I'm gonna plug my mama. So right now I, um, I'm wearing one of the earrings that you've made me. And I think they're really cool. Well, first of all, I love earrings, right? And so my mom makes embroidered earrings. Oh, that's pretty. So um, for our audience members, my mom makes embroidered earrings of different designs and styles. And they're beautiful. She'll do them whatever color you want. You tell her what kind of hilo. 
they're affordable, they're cute, they vary in sizes. And is it okay if I plug your social, Mama? Yes. Your Instagram is, so you can hit her up directly onto Instagram. She there has the styles, the prices, and then I think you can work out color sizes and then um, styles. So I'm going to pull out your Instagram very quickly. Oh. It is MujerGala77. So that's my mom's Instagram, and she makes really beautiful earrings. Thank you. I think for me, um, since I was talking about skincare, I buy my scrubs and my moisturizer from Brujita Skincare, and it's actually based in LA. They get their resources directly from um, Mexico and um, various indigenous peoples. They make sure that um, the products are used, you know, um, very naturally, that they're not being sourced from like, you know, endangered um, like trees or anything like that. So they're very conscious about the environment. They're very conscious about um, the struggles of indigenous people in Mexico. Um, and which is where they're largely sourcing their products from. So that's who I'm gonna recommend today. Um, like I said, they're based in LA and uh, I, I just love their products. They're all um, cruelty free, so they're not like tested on animals or anything like that. They do have um, some vegan uh, products. Um, I currently use the vegan crema. So that's what I've been using as a moisturizer and I love it. it my skin feels very, very good. Um, I'm not really dealing with a lot of oiliness or anything like that. So yeah, I will plug their um, socials in the show notes. All right, Mama. Okay, I have one. Um, and this is from, no sé si lo pronuncia como Chile Norteño o Chile Norteño. But this is from LA and this is from my sister. Um, she creates candy and she put this twist flavor of chile um, with chamoy and stuff like that. She said like, every time she posts something, I'm always like, oh my God, like, yeah, se me hace agua la boca. <laughs> so she's based on LA, but also she, uh, she can say domestic shipping. Uh, and it's chile with an S. Chile Norteño. So I do recommend it. I haven't tried it, but her stuff looks really good. I really need to contact her and say, like, hey, sis, please send me something. <laughs> I need to place my order. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, because it looks really good. So I do recommend her to follow her. She's also on Instagram, and you can make orders. So please follow Chile Norteño. And we'll put it also in the show notes. Yeah. And then uh, second to last thing is we review our beers. So Joe, you wanna, so we like to, um, we give it zero to, uh, to five stars. So we kind of give our thoughts and then how many stars we rate it to five. Um, let's see, I'm almost done with it. This is good. Uh, it has a little like a bitter aftertaste, which I'm usually not a fan of, but it's good. I like, I, I'm a graphic designer, so like I'm, I geek out over packaging and I just think this is really cool. Like all their packaging is like, I'm jealous. So I would give this four stars. Four stars? Okay. Yeah. And then what you guys, each of us got to rate the, the beer we drink. Um, I'm, I'm going to give it a five. A five? Yeah, I, I really liked it. It 
usually when I have ales, como que me deja mal sabor en la boca y like estoy repitiendo mucho. This, I haven't really burped from this. I really like it. I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, even though I'm not very like a beer drinker, um, but I do like it. I like the flavor. I like the taste. Um, Está bien smooth, la siento como super smooth. Mm -hmm. Y este, yo también le voy a dar un five. I will also give it a five. And that's, yeah. I, that's our first five-star review. <laughs> I'm very weary of my fives, pero I really like the honey blend yeah. by Central Waters. It's like I said, I'm not burping. It's smooth. It's like, has that little sweetness to it because mm -hmm. it's a blonde um i really liked it and i i finished them pretty quick yeah i mean i got a second one before you can know mm -hmm. and that's rare that's <laughs> i don't drink beer okay expose me on here <laughs> but it was yeah i really i'm gonna give it a five too i liked it a lot it was a very good year maybe we'll send you some joe okay yeah <laughs> Central Waters is located where? Ahí dicen la caja. Amherst, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. So I don't know where Amherst is, but it's a considered it's local. Yeah, it's a Wisconsin beer. So yeah. this is a really good one. And then, friend, you want to plug in um, our socials, or would you guys like to plug in your socials as either creators, or if you want people to. So I have a hobby. I don't know if your mom even knows about this, but I collect Barbies. Yeah. <laughs> I have um, an Instagram account, and my handle is Barbicoa, like Barbacoa, but Barbie. <laughs> I'll send you guys the link. And it's kind of like my little like hobby, and I take pictures, and I do photo shoots. <laughs> so <laughs> I think most people get a kick out of it. I don't know. I think you guys might like it. I'll send you the link, too. You can check it out. But yeah. it's D-O-A. I couldn't do like the... Or I'm sorry, zero A, not the O, because somebody else had that. <laughs> and then my personal one is Bomitoni. That's been my handle for years. And we'll be able to put it all on our show notes too. Um, Mama, did you want to plug in anything? Uh, well, I'm a Mujer Gala 77. And if you guys are familiar with that Terciopelados, you guys know what. Right. Um, Mujer Gala. <laughs> because that's one of their songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and mine I always have to look it up because I forget <laughs> is Paula Lobo and then underscore on Instagram and, and as you guys saw oh I was going to say my picture is Baby Yoda that's it <laughs> <laughs> uh, well as you guys know mine is at Kika with periods between um, every letter and if you guys want to follow our podcast we are at Mundo Musical on Instagram we are at Mundo Musical Pod on Twitter. Um, we don't use the Facebook. <laughs> don't try to follow us there. We're not going to use it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's it, right? That's it. Yeah. I'm wrapping up. So thank you once again to both of you guys for taking time out of your day to tell us a little bit about the history, your memories, and sharing what you guys are listening to right now. We really appreciate you guys and mm -hmm. your time. It was very fun. Yeah, thanks for having us. I'm sure we'll 
whole another episode about memories, but we don't want to bore you. <laughs> well, I, I don't think we would mind doing that, honestly. I uh, think part two. I had a good time today, so <laughs> I definitely want to hear some stories. <laughs> that was good. No, I just want to say, like, thank you guys um, for having this platform. I'm really, like, impressed with, like, this new generation and how, like, you know, progressive you guys are and how, like, important today's issues are. I think it's really cool because, you know, it's important, especially with this election coming up. I don't want to get political, but, you know. That's our final note. Vote, vote, vote. I'm to vote because it's coming up soon. And your mom's awesome. I love her to death. And <laughs> we've, like, even though we don't get to see each other that often because we don't live in the same state, she, it's, she's just somebody that's always, like, very special to me. And you know, your mom was the first person I came out to. Like, <laughs> That's a that's a big deal. I remember your tia Paloma was pissed because I told her your mom before. <laughs> but, you know, but it's like I always just felt like your mom and I had like this special bond and like mm-hmm. so, I don't know if you know that, but yeah, it's true. I know. Super creída. No, no, you know that I love you, Joe, and you're still one of my best friends. And thanks to you. You know, I have a husband. Pero tú fuiste como dices, el cupido, ¿no? El cupido y todo eso. Y realmente no sé cómo mi vida hubiera sido si no hubiera existido un mundo musical. And obviously, si no hubiera existido tú. No sé cómo hubiera sido mi vida o qué tan diferente hubiera sido. Pero no creo que hubiera sido igual. No hubiera sido muy diferente. Así que... Siempre digo que las cosas siempre pasan por algo. And there was a reason why I needed to move to Milwaukee, even though I wasn't happy, you know, back then. I hated it. And I remember saying, ay, pinche rancho de Milwaukee. <laughs> Because I was coming from, you know, a big city, LA. And I had a very different life. Pero um, I'm here for a reason. And there's a reason why we crossed paths. Y, and, you know, we became friends and, and it was super fun, you know, todo el tiempo that we hang out and, you know, I have such a fun memories, you know, we share like so many moments that they were like very special, que hasta la fecha, you know, son bonitos tiempos, así que, you know, I love you and, you know, we don't see each other, but we still love each other and nos mandamos mensajes de vez en cuando, así que. Yes, and your family, your parents are very special to me, too. You know, I love your parents, and y son de las personas que siempre guardo en, en, en mi corazón en un lugar muy especial. Así que, even though I don't get to see them for, I haven't seen them in years, pero, you know, un beso a cada uno de ellos y un abrazo muy grande, con mucho amor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I think with that we close out this episode of Mundo Musical. We'll so see I, you guys next time. Yeah, Bye. peace, and I hope everyone has a wonderful day. And yeah, be safe. Yes. Yes. Continue to wear masks. I was like, wear that hat. Your nose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, Joe. Thank you. Bye. Bye.